Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, you're only listening right now, so uh, you're not watching on YouTube because we got kicked off YouTube. Uh, we got we got suspended from YouTube for a week. Um, so I guess theoretically, us recording this on Zoom is uh, for not. But this is how we record things, and this is where we we pull the audio file from from it. So this is what we do. Um, yeah. So I mean, we called it. That <laughs> I titled the episode. Uh, this will get us canceled, uh, and it did. So if you are listening, which obviously this is the only way you're consuming this, uh, you potentially listen to the previous episode uh, with the aforementioned title. We covered uh, a lot of spicy topics uh, on that, uh, having to do with uh, different kinds of vaccines and different controversies and a study that was published in a peer-reviewed journal. And the title of that journal is Vaccine. Uh, However, we got flagged on YouTube. We got our first strike. Uh, I appealed it to no avail. I haven't gotten a response. I, I know it's it's to no avail. Um, what was the first one? Just a warning? Yeah, the first one was just a warning. Uh, and I think it was also uh, health misinformation. That or people, <laughs> the stuffed bread situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was probably the stuffed bread. People just didn't want to listen to that. Um which we might have more of in the next episode if when Jones joins us. <laughs> so we might be completely thrown <laughs> off of YouTube by the end of uh, by the end of this week. Well, actually, no, because we wouldn't be on YouTube to then. No, because we can't be strike. on it. Yeah, we can't be on yeah. it to get kicked off yet. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So, alas, um, I think what I'll do See, talk is about, talk about a stupid fucking like we knew that that was going to fucking happen. And we did it anyway. And it's like, oh, yeah. So I was going to say, I hope no one interprets this as like, oh, I can't believe they gave us a strike or like, I'll feel bad for it. No, we're just, yeah, right. I literally titled the episode, We'll Get Canceled for This, or they'll cancel us for this or something. I don't know, whatever it is. It it was, we're going to get canceled, was effectively the title of that episode. Um, We did. And we did. <laughs> so once again, we're right because we don't say anything unless we're right. <laughs> uh, you're wrong all the time. I'm always right. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Um, but yeah, so there we have it. I, I think what I'll do is I'll still obviously we're going to have the video files. Um, so what I'll do is obviously less of a uh, mad dash to get tonight's episode up on YouTube, you know, before tomorrow. Um, but what I think I'll still do is I'll still build the video versions. And then when our suspension is up on YouTube, I'll just publish them. Um, maybe I'll do them like, cause I think we'll end up losing three episodes, I think on YouTube. Um, so what I might do is A just week. post them, post them on like three consecutive days um, to go up. And I'll put like some caveat in like the the description or something like this was from, you know, 
uh, February 26th episode or whatever, you know? Well, not nothing. It's like you, you still post like episode title, right? Like, I'm sorry, episode number. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, they'll figure it out. So, yeah, just when we were getting uh, getting a little hot on YouTube, I think we were, I think the lowest YouTube, down, uh, like, views. Um, well, that one was 13. Okay, the one obviously the one I pulled up was thirteen, but I think before that, some like the lowest YouTube we had was like high thirties, low forties. Um, so we were actually kind of like starting to hit, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy, like on a consistent basis. Um, but yeah, fuck YouTube, <laughs> keeping us down, man. Not that it also really matters that much anyway, because we don't make money off of this show either. Like if if we were running ads. On YouTube, like if we had like in the thousands of views or tens of thousands and they put ads on our videos, um, obviously we, we would lose that ad revenue. Um, but, you know, I mean, whatever. So. Here we are. We will prevail. Um, but shout out to uh, to Podbean. The, uh, the audio hosting service that puts us automatically everywhere that you can get um, audio podcasts. So, you know, Spotify ain't going to cancel us because they don't cancel anybody. Apple, eh, you don't know. We're we're still not big enough to cause any ruckus at Apple. Um, but, you know, hey. <sighs> um, well, now that we got that out of the way... Um, Trying to think of some things here that are the most time sensitive because uh, peeling the curtain back here, ahead. we are. Uh, this is game one of a double header for us. So as I alluded to a few minutes ago, uh, Jones is actually going to be joining us for game two of the double header. Um, but obviously, with some of this, you know, our second episode going to be coming out on Thursday. Right. So I want to be a little cognizant of some some time sensitive stuff here. Uh, but <clears throat> either way, um, I think the biggest thing that that happened of of late, right, that will be still relevant uh, when this comes out tomorrow is the AT&T service outage that happened last Thursday. Uh, so I figured it out. While I was on my way to work, I left my house uh, and I get in my truck and I listen to podcasts incessantly in the car. Like that's all I listen to in the car. Um, when I rip through all the podcasts or like if the ones I listen to put out some ones that like I don't find interesting, like if Rogan has a string of ones that I'm like, I don't really care about that guest or whatever, um, or Drinking Bros has like a weird guest on that I don't care about. Um, sometimes I get to the end of my list and then I will go to sports talk radio. Um, but I would say 99% of the time I'm listening to podcasts in my truck when I'm driving to and from work. So I leave my house, um, driving down the road, going up route one on my way to Framingham. And all of a sudden, uh, my podcast just freezes. I'm like, oh, that's weird. What the fuck's going on? So I open up Spotify. Uh, and I look and all of my 
like saved episodes were grayed out. Like it's it's what happens when I'm on a plane, right? And I turn my data off. If I don't have the episode downloaded, like I don't have access to it. I'm like, that's weird. Why are all these grayed out? And then I look and I'm like, oh, I don't have service. Like the top of my phone says SOS. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Um, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm like, maybe, maybe I'm just in like a dead zone. Maybe they're doing work on a tower somewhere, whatever. So I don't think anything of it. So I switch over to sports radio and I continue to drive up route one. I go back roads through like Plainville and rent them up to 495 to get up to Framingham. And I look again, probably when I'm in like Bellingham and still no service, still SOS mode. I'm like, oh, that's really fucking weird. Like I'm, I should be on to the next service tower at this point. Um, so I'm like, all right, this is weird. So I take my work phone and I, I know this is fucking dangerous, right? But I'm, uh, it's a highway driving and it's early morning. There's no one on the road and it's 495. Fuck off. It's like the wild, wild west. Um, I, I could be doing 77 on 495 and there could be a car that just blows by me as if I was doing like 50. Like 495 is is nuts. It's not quite as bad as 24. I was sick as 24. I think 24 is the actual wild west. Um, 495 is like, you know, fucking San Francisco in 1849. Right. It's, I was driving like <laughs> 80 the other day and at 540 in the morning and someone like fucking came up like right on my ass, <laughs> which also people have a way to uh, lenient recreational leisurely. No, there's but excessive use of high beams is, is, uh, is going oh, on. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I'm not getting out of your way just because you fucking high beam me. Actually, I slow down if you do that. <laughs> you can go around me if that's the case. Yeah, people fucking fly by me on 24 in the morning. Yeah. Um. So I take my work phone and I just Google like AT&T outage, right? And the first thing that pops up, AT&T experiencing nationwide outage. And it was like from two hours ago. And this was like seven o'clock in the morning, seven 15. So I'm like, Oh, cool. So that story got published at 5. AM that they were having an outage. And I was like, ah, whatever. So then I text Amy from my work phone to be like, Hey, I think AT&T has an outage. Um, so my phone doesn't work. So if you need me for anything, if there's an emergency, just text me here. And then I was like, Oh fuck. Like we've talked about in the past, like the the scams, right? Like you and I have talked about on the show, right? Like the AI scam calls and stuff. And I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, she's going to think this is like a scam or something. And then I text her back and I go, this isn't a scam. This is really me. If you text me on my number, I'm not going to be able to respond because I don't have service. Exactly what a scammer would say. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck. So I then I, what I ended up doing was taking a picture of me in the car and sending it and be like, this it's me. Um, cause she doesn't have my why would she have my work phone number? Like I never would text her from my work phone. I have my phone. But um, so then that was fine. I'm sure she probably got a chuckle out of it at least. But 
um, it was like me in the car driving, being like, fuck, that's going to sound like that's going to sound like a scam. And I'm like, ah, shit, it's saying that's not a scam is exactly what a scammer would say. Well, how do I how do I fix this? I go, I know they can't get a picture of me wearing exactly what I wore when I left this morning. Here's here's a stupid question. Ah, she wouldn't have answered you, would she? I was gonna say, why did you just call? But she probably wouldn't have answered you. Yeah, no, I think she was um she was getting ready to go to work. I think her mom watched the baby that day. Well, also, I wouldn't answer a random phone number. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't know, because if Michaela had a work phone and text me saying, Hey, phone ain't working. If you like if there's an emergency or something, text me here. And then called immediately. I think I probably would answer. Yeah, because a scam usually is a is a is a one trick pony. Yeah, you're either getting one text with some type of link that they want you to follow. Right. Your Amazon or, package is delayed. Yeah, Click here or to it's see the or it's one phone call where they try to get you. Right. And that's the thing is like if if someone if, if someone sent me that text and called and I did answer and it wasn't her, what? Click. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so turns out basically the entire day, um, I think the service didn't come back until like three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, luckily, I mean, I was able to connect my phone to the Wi-Fi at the client site that I was at. So my phone did work while I was on site at least. Um, but for the drive home, uh, it did not work. So yeah, I mean, it's just kind of one of those weird things. And like everyone is talking about it. Right. And like, here we go because now this opens the door for everyone. And Joe Rogan talked about it on his podcast a little bit, actually, but People are like, well, see, this is why you need to be prepared. This is why you need to start prepping. This is why you can't, people can't survive without their phones and all this stuff. And I'm like, which part, which part did people not survive? Yeah. And, I, and I'm died? sitting here. Who like, died because AT&T ran out of service? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I understand what you're doing, right? But the problem that you are presenting would be in much dire circumstances than AT&T running out of service, right? Like if for some reason, well, not for some reason, if there was some sort of like a international cyber attack, right? And it shut down the entire grid in the United States. So like not just AT&T's fucking cell phone service, like electricity everywhere is gone, you know, like all that, yes, there would be a legitimate issue and you would need to have been prepped for that moment. So like, yeah, I get what these people are getting at, but they're like blowing up a small situation. And and if that's enough for someone to go out and be like, oh, I need to be prepared in case something like that did happen, then, you know, good on them, right? Like all the power to them. Um but for people to like be freaking out because AT&T servers went down for like effectively like 12 hours. Um, 
I don't know, guys. Not that big of a deal, right? Like, yeah, it's inconvenient. It sounds glorious, work. right? For for twelve hours to not get a single text message. Yeah, yeah, it that does. sounds awesome, actually. But like, at what point during that twelve hours of no AT and T service did someone need to like? Go out and learn how to like trap rabbits and skin them and and build a, a shelter in the woods. Like n- none of that. None of that happened. Oh, this is why I need to have a fucking a do- <laughs> it's doomsday prep. We're talking yeah. doomsday prepping because yeah. the cell phones didn't work. Right, right. Society like, existed before cell phones. Actually, society worked out worked a lot better than it does. I now. was just about to say, I think it worked a lot better without cell phones. But. Because and I love how everyone's like, well, I, what if I need to get in touch with something? What if I need to? Okay. Well, here, here's how this works. You can still call 911. That's how emergency service works. Right. 911 is still available. Other than that, what could be so motherfucking important that it's like, well, what if I had to get in touch with you? What, what if I need what, whatever? It's like. What could it possibly have been? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the best part about that, actually, I'm really glad you brought up 911 because the Massachusetts State Police had to put out a tweet that said, please, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was, it was, please stop dialing 911 to see, just to see if it works on your phone. The the nine one one operators are currently overwhelmed dealing with all of this. Yes, if your phone turns on, it can be it can reach nine one one, right? Like that's I, I butchered the quote, but like that that was the tweet, right? It, it's it was along those lines. They literally said, "Please stop dialing nine one one just to see if your phone will still work. If your phone is on, it will dial nine one one." And it's like. Absolute I just imagine assholes. like that's chaos, right? Like that's someone that's like, oh my God, my phone doesn't have service. Uh, it's SOS mode. Does that mean I can still dial 911? And then they just decide to dial 911. Like what dumbass wants to call 911 just to see if they can? When was the last time you called 911? Uh, an accident on the highway. How long ago was it? I don't know, probably last year, the year before. So okay, fairly recent. Yeah. What about what about before that? Uh it's I've I've seen quite a bit of accidents on the highway. <laughs> okay. I, I mean my last job and this job required me to drive on the road. I drive pretty frequently. <laughs> okay. I've seen cars I'm... flipped over. I've seen cars hydroplane. So <laughs> I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain. I have never called 911. It's actually um, not a smooth process. So I've, like I said, I've called 911 a few times. Um, and when you dial, ever called. you get an operator, right? right. And they're like, 911, what's your emergency? What's your emergency? Right. And I explain to them, like, Hey, I'm, uh, you know, I'm on 95 northbound uh, by mile marker 37 and the car behind me just hydroplaned and smashed the Meridian. 
and the, they're like, okay, um, you know, did you stop and pull over? And I was like, no, I was going 75 miles an hour and I was in the left lane. Like I, I could not safely get over to the side of the road. Like, I just wanted to let you guys know that like that just happened right behind me. This is a true story. This, this did. And they were like, okay, um, well, hold on. I'm going to have to connect you to the nearest like barracks or something. And I was like, okay. And then they connect me and they go like, you know, whatever. I forget what town it was, but let's say it was Dedham, right? Because I know there's a state police barracks in Dedham. Um, oh, it's, you know, uh, Dedham State Police, wh what can I do for you? And I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> I was this on the highway stupid, but... <laughs> uh, on 95 northbound by mile marker 37. There was a car behind me that hydroplaned, whatever. And he goes, okay. All right. Uh, did you pull over to the side of the road? <laughs> no, sir. I was doing, I was going too fast in the left lane. I couldn't get over. And like they dispatched, right? Like they sent someone, but the amount of time it took me yeah. to speak to the 911 operator and then explain the situation to whatever department I needed to be routed to was probably two to three minutes, right? Like in a dire emergency, two to three minutes is like a big deal. Weren't we told when we were kids, it's like, if you dial 911 and hang up. Yeah, they'll call they, you back. They, no, no, no. Like, weren't we told when we were kids that if you if you dial 911 and for whatever reason, like, say the house is on fire, you dial 911 and you pass out. But, like, so you dial it. Yeah. Send the signal, but you don't actually get in touch with anybody. They can track the phone. And then they can send you uh, usually like a cop, a fire engine, and an ambulance, like one of each. So I think, and now- Would that be landlines? I was just going to say- I'm trying to think when we were kids. I think when we were kids, it was a landline, right? Because if cell they track your cell phone, really you're, you're on the move. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so, I mean, it, it takes a little bit to get a precise location from a cell phone, right? They have to like triangulate you versus like they have to ping different cell phone towers and see where you yeah. actually are. But a landline uh, is a very distinct like you are here. Yeah, okay. That's probably what I'm thinking of then. Because when we were kids, there were no cell phone. Uh, they were they were around, but yeah. Not yeah, so them. I mean, this I might hear from uh, Sexy Chris on this one with some some real information or maybe some explanation behind it. Although I know he was a big YouTube guy, he watched us on YouTube, so I don't know if he's going to catch any of these episodes yeah, that are audio. But um, I would be fascinated to learn a little bit more, like the theory, the thought process of, and I'm sure, like, well, you got there's you gotta a very think, logistical right? reason for it, right? I just don't know it. So like let's, I said, let's, I'm just a dumbass that's dialed 911 yeah. a handful of times, well, let, and that's let's been reason my experience. through this a little bit. So you think about it, right? So there's always going to be a hierarchy of what's going on here. So a highway accident, I have to imagine if that that's person needs state state police jurisdiction, it's too. state police. If that person needs like what would be considered like immediate, immediate care. Well, they're not getting it anyway because right. someone has to go from the barracks out to the area. Now, this could be very inconvenient, could be very convenient. Never mind. That's a trooper. A trooper can get there probably pretty fucking fast. Right. An ambulance can't get there as fast. 
And especially if it was a hydroplane situation, how fast can an ambulance move in the fucking rain? Right. Right. So there's probably like a hierarchy of how long something actually takes. And it's like, okay, well, someone hit the thing. All right. This one gets pushed to locally. Right. Now, if you said I am here and there's someone fucking shooting the place up, they might go get to a safe space. We're sending people. Yeah. There might just be like a, oh shit button. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they might, they might just be able to hit like a send all. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. Like reply just all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's no way we, in, or it's like, this is like a SWAT or an FBI. Like, right. Right. Whatever. Cause then it's yeah. like, if you, so I got into a car accident and we just called local. Yeah. I might've called the wrong town because I probably didn't know where I was, but yeah, no, I might've been fine. Um, yeah, I think someone else had to call at the gym one day and old guy went down, but yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing is like all these people, it's like, Oh, I just want to call them just, just to make sure it works. Like how frequently do you call 911? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't call that much. Yeah. That, I mean, I think Who, in my like, lifetime, I've probably called three or four times. And that seems like a lot to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, I don't think I've ever dialed 911. Ever. Yeah. Because I usually just go, I usually try to just go right to the local PD because highways are different because that's state jurisdiction. But yeah, it's like if something happens in a town, like just skip a step. It's like it doesn't take long to Google the local PD. Right, right. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, 911 operator training, right, that they go through. And it, like you said, it's the hierarchy of needs. Right. If someone's calling saying there's an accident on the highway, that's a transfer to whatever the nearest state police barracks is, right? Right. If you like dial 911 and you're like hiding in your closet because someone broke into your house and you're whispering to the phone, that's probably the oh shit button. Right. Right. Like that's like, okay, we're going to send anyone and everyone. Yeah, Same thing at? with like an active shooter or something anywhere, right? Like yeah. that's just, you know, like I said, I just don't have that, that training. Or like, you know, hey, I, to like, that. I got into a car accident. This guy's bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm administering CPR right now as we speak. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking dumbasses. Just just calling 911 just to see. And it got it's so like, bad that the mass state it, police it, tweeted yeah, about you, it. They treated nine not nine one one like it's fucking stop and shop on like New Year's Eve. Yeah. Hi, just wanted to see when you closed today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my hey, god. Hey, just wanted to just wanted to see if you were open today. I got PTSD from working at the liquor store. Anytime we were open on a holiday, we were closing early. That's literally what they would do. Hey, just just wanted to see if you guys were open today. Stop and shop in Medford. Yep. We're open till six. Yep. How'd hey, you what know time are you guys ask? open today? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know yep. you were gonna ask. Yeah. Colonial package. We close at seven. <laughs> wow thanks oh that's great yep yeah you're awesome. welcome <laughs> yeah yeah i can't thanks. wait <laughs> one of the one of the guys i worked with he used to just fucking take the phone off the hook because <laughs> it was a it was a landline yeah um 
but like whatever whatever depending on whatever holiday it was like sometimes we close at six sometimes we close at seven like right around say we close at six right around like 5 40 he would just take right the off phone the off the hook be like yep it's, there's 20 you on your way yeah, there's 20 minutes left like i'm not fucking answering the phone for you <laughs> that guy worked there for a very long time <laughs> yeah if you're not already on your way yeah you missed out yeah you ain't getting here also like why like what possible situation could you find yourself in that on like the day before well the day before thanksgiving is a big drinking holiday but still say that like the day before thanksgiving right you it's it's 5 30 and you're scrambling to get to a liquor store before six o'clock when it closes like how did you find yourself in this situation you suck like the day before like stores are closed on day of and everyone knows that thanksgiving is the third thursday in november and don't like don't give me the fourth i thought it was the the fourth i thought it was the third is it the third yeah i I think it's the third thursday in november third thursday um sounds right sometimes it's like the 21st right yeah yeah sometimes it's early mathematically that can't be the 23rd yeah um so don't give me the bullshit of like oh i had to work today okay well did you have to work Saturday and Sunday? Because we were open Saturday and Sunday the week before. Oh, you want me to come in four days before to get what I... Yeah, I do. I do, actually. I would like you to come in four days before the holiday to get whatever you need on this day because we close at 6 o'clock. The and, same way that people don't buy their turkey at 5.30 on the day before? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, do a little plan in ahead, right? If you're a booze oh, bag. Oh, wow. If you're a booze bag, right? I'm surprised and you, you never your, got into fucking assaulted. You need your handle of fucking Jim Beam or whatever you need. Hey, buy two, right? You know next week's a holiday? Buy two, right? Like, just live large, right? You, you don't want to just don't fuck around. Like, you know, why? some of those people cannot buy two, and you know that they definitely yeah. can't. Yeah, no, I know. Because <laughs> they so could buy they could buy three gonna... and they'll still be back in three days. Yeah, they'll still they'll <laughs> still be back on that Wednesday at yeah. 5 30. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. If it's in the you don't want to eat a bunch of fucking snacks and shit, don't have it in the house. Yeah. If it's in the house, you'll probably eat it. Some of those people, if it's it, in the house, they will they drink will it. drink it. Yep. Yep. No, that is for sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's people suck, basically, is what it comes down to. They got problems, man. People got a lot of problems. Um uh, you know who else has problems, actually? Is uh Charlie Woods. Does he so, though? No, no. So this, I, I, I know I let in like, like I was going to, you know, get on him. Um, but really, realistically, this is another thing of people just being fucking insufferable. Uh, he's what, 15? He's 15 years old. He's 15 years old. And he played in, so for anyone that doesn't know, this is Tiger Woods' son. Um, 15 years old and played in a pre-qualifier to a professional PGA tournament, right? So this is legit. Yeah. So right? so the way the way the pecking order goes is there's always a pre-qualifier before the Monday qualifier. Right. So at the Monday, four people generally 
get a uh, four pe- the four best scores and they play off, so it's four total. Get into the event, uh, unless it's like an invitation, an invitational. There is no Monday Monday queue for the Masters. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that would be fucking electric. <laughs> that would be nuts. That would be fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, they should have a one person open qualifier. One. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Probably have a fucking seven for one playoff too. That would be fucking <laughs> electric. And put it put it at like somewhere fucking nuts too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so any idiot can enter the pre queue. Anyone, right? Uh, sorry, there might be a handicap. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I'm assuming there's a handicap requirement. I think I think there might be, but people manipulate their handicaps and shit. So it's like sometimes you finish last in your fantasy football draft, you got to go to the pre-queue. Uh, some people want to say, I went to a qualifier for a PGA Tour event. <laughs> What'd yeah. you shoot? 120. <laughs> so the pre-qualifier exists to weed out the idiots. Right. Or... You are a professional, but you just have no standing anywhere, anyhow, any way to skip. So there are many ways to skip the pre-qualifying process. It's just, it usually ties to success in some way, shape, or form. But some pros haven't uh, ever played on the Corn Ferry Tour. They've never played on the PGA Tour. Right. They've haven't made a cut in an event like stuff like that so he's playing in the pre-qualifier which i don't know how many entries there are but however many move on maybe 20 20 can move into the monday qualifier where only four people can actually get into the event right so charlie woods again 15 years old Entered this pre-qualifier and shot an 86, uh, which is uh, or was 16 over, right? So you see this for, you know, in a in the lens of the PGA Tour, right? If someone shoots 16 over, that's really fucking bad. That's like Larry Mize at the Masters bad, right? Like, although I don't even think Larry Mize would would shoot a 16 over. Um, might he might he might, <laughs> but obviously not great, right? And everyone is like getting on him, being like, "Oh, this sucks." Whatever. Very few people were like, "Oh, just leave him alone." Like the limelight's not good for him. He's a young kid. Like let him do his thing. Whatever. Regardless, like. He's 15 years old and he went into a pre-qualifier and shot 16 over, right? Like, I don't know what the what the top guys shot, but I would imagine in a pre-qualifier, it's probably pretty close to even, right? Like maybe plus two, plus three. I'm willing to bet that. I would imagine no, like maybe one person shot under par. You'd be surprised. What is it? The Cognizant... Yeah, it's not the Honda. Classic uh, pre-Q. I mean, I do know. guys go there know. and light it up and shoot like a 12 under? 
Dude, you'd be you would not 12, but like you'd be surprised. Like, dude, I I would not doubt. So this is the only thing though. I don't know how many people get into the um 25 and ties. Okay. 25 and ties get into the Monday. This is gonna be funny. You're you're gonna actually be surprised. Oh. No, five got in. You know what? Do you know what it took to get in? What? Three under or better. Three under. Okay. It's five. It's five and it was five and ties got into the qualifier. Yeah. So he finished almost dead last. He was tied for, he finished T110. <laughs> at 16. Oh, amongst um, okay, so there's four sites that would have approximately 25 in ties. Okay, that's why. So oh, okay, at, so at each the site one site provides five. Yeah, so I don't know which site he played at. I just looked at oh Boca Raton. He did not play in Boca Raton. Lost Lake, Hobie Sound. He would have played in Hope Hope Sound. Hope yeah. Hope Hobie. Hope. That's where yeah. he would have played. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. I got it. So we shot a 16 over. Um, one of the holes, I think he made a 12. He made a 12. So my my one big takeaway is, so first and foremost, people have strong opinions without knowing what the fuck they're talking about. This is a pre-fucking qualifier. Anybody can enter a pre-qualifier. He's not taking anybody's spot. Right. He's not, like, he is not doing that. Because that's what a lot of people say is it's like, oh, well, you know, someone else's opportunity. No, it's not someone else's opportunity. It's the fucking pre-qualifier. Right. One of four sites. It is not what we're talking about. And then some people have a lot of strong opinions about the performance of a fucking 15-year-old. It's like, how can you care this much about what a fucking 15-year-old does in a tournament that you probably didn't even know the process of or how this even exists? And especially looking at it like, well, well he's going he's gonna to play on the PGA Tour with that? No. It's in his back fucking yard. Yeah. All it is is tournament reps. Right. So the next tournament he plays, he probably won't make a 12. Right, right. <laughs> he probably won't shoot 16 over. Like, people are getting bent out of shape for no fucking reason. But also, too, like, he's playing from professional tees at 15 years old. So, yeah, I mean, everyone's like, oh, he can outdrive Tiger. Okay, sure, yeah, cool right like that okay. that doesn't no, yeah i was just gonna kind of get to that he definitely can't right like he he can't like if tiger hits a bad shot and he hits a good shot sure yeah he can outdrive him right but like that's Doubt a stupid it. that's a ridiculous fucking statement to say like has he ever outdriven his father yes probably like his dad probably hit a bad shot and he hit the best shot of his life and he outdrove him yeah sure but Again, to take it into context, right? You have a 15-year-old kid playing from professional tees in a 
in an event like that, like whatever, like I don't really put too much stock into a 16 over. Um, you hear the real bullshit that came from that pre-qualifying site? No. So the real bullshit was, um, and I got this from Monday Q. So he reached out to the section and goes, is Charlie Woods actually playing in this event? And they go, yes. Can you not tweet anything about it until Thursday? He goes, no problem. Thursday was the pre-qualifier. Yeah. So what does the fucking PGA Tour do? Fucking tweets about it on Wednesday. So then at this pre-queue, there's a fucking gallery and there's people following them. And yep. uh, there was like specifically like one grandmother pulled her kid out of school hoping that Charlie would notice her so that the grandmother could like talk to Charlie Woods. And like, again, it's a, this is a pre like, dude, I don't know where these golf courses are. Like I know like hope sound like hope, Hobie sound, whatever the fuck it is. I know that's like probably one of the richest places in the entire world, but like, or entire country, but like, that could have been like a very regular golf course. Now, the one I just saw in Boca Raton, I'm guessing that that was a very, very regular golf course. Yeah. The PGA section doesn't have ropes. They don't have security. They don't have right. volunteers. They don't have anything. They don't have any infrastructure to handle any of this. It's stuff. just like going to play golf at your local Muni, right? Like it's just there's Some of people them are. there. Yeah. Sometimes the pre-queues are at Muni's. Sometimes yeah. the Monday queues are at Muni's. Yeah. Well, I mean, like for anyone listening right now, that's like trying to imagine and picture it, like, right? Like it's imagine just playing on a regular golf course. Like that's what this is. <laughs> that's all this yeah, is. And it's like, you, say you want to go play that day and they go, oh, sorry, man, there's a tournament, but it's professional, whatever. It's like, oh, cool. Can I walk the course? Yeah, man, whatever you want. And then yeah. you just go walk the course. Yeah. No ropes, no marshals, no nothing. Right. In the fucking genius PGA tour tweets it out. Oh, he's playing. So then it was like all types of crazy shit. Like you got people showing up, asking for autographs, trying to get his attention. He's 15. Yeah. And according to Twitter, he fucking sucks. So it's like, how does he have a gallery and he fucking sucks? Right. Right. Which none of this is fair to a fucking 15 year old. No, it's not. <laughs> it's and really not. He has his own, he has his own security detail. Someone fucking knew that this was going to happen. He had like two or three guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, his dad's a billionaire. I'm sure he has security 24 seven. Yeah. It's not hard, but like, that's yeah. the other thing too, is like, they knew, like someone knew this was going to be a problem. Yeah. Never mind. It's like, all it takes is someone to go to the leaderboard and be like, oh shit, he's playing. Right. He's on the second hole. I have three more hours to get to the golf course. Like I can get there. Right. right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of bullshit that he had to deal with, with that, especially to like, it, it's going to be hard, man, for him. Like, it's going to be a tough go. It is tough. And until it's... he gets to college, because college events, there's some level of structure. Yeah. And, I mean, of all the, I there, I mean, there's been plenty of, plenty of, of athletes 
that have gone on to play and, you know, their dads were great or, you know, fantastic, uh, you know, players at whatever sport they were. But most often, right, like the the kids don't really live up to the parents. Yeah, we've been um, over this. Yeah, like there's very few examples, but then like the dad was just kind of like a regular yeah. dude. Like Barry Bonds Sr. was just an average baseball Ken player. Ken Griffey Sr. Yeah, Ken Griffey Sr. was an average player, right? Like Ken Griffey Jr. was an absolute fucking stud. Michael Jordan's kids, not that great, right? Like uh, trying to think of... Uh, Barry Rice's kids aren't that good at football. Yeah. Randy Moss's, Moss's son kid was, was not good at football. He was just fine at LSU. Yeah, he played yeah, tight end. Full of fucking stuff. <laughs> So it's just one of those weird, weird things. Um, I think golf is probably a little bit immune to that in a way. Because it's not as, I don't want to say physically demanding because that's not really what I mean, but it's different, right? Like it's not, uh, it's not football, right? It's not baseball. It's, I feel like it's more, it's an individual sport. That's what I'm trying to get at, right? Like that, I think that's what my point is, is that Charlie Woods is a lot more in control of his success than Michael Jordan's son, right? Michael Jordan's son, if you're not good at basketball, you kind of get lost in the team, right? Like it, there's not really a ton you can do like you. Yeah. I mean, you either got it or you don't to a certain degree, but I feel like with golf, if you're not good, like you could get better. Yeah. I mean, if you just, you can. So like the, the I think like, there's I physical think limitations can... to some of those team sports yeah. too, right? Like if Michael Jordan has a kid that's six foot one, yeah, it's gonna be tough. how good how good is he gonna be, right? If uh I don't I don't know, but say like if if Dick Butkus had a kid that was 5'10 and 180 pounds, probably not gonna be that good at football, right? Like some of those sports have physical limitations. There are no physical limitations for golf. I mean, Brian Harmon won the 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 British Open and he's like five six, like 145 pounds. Like, yeah. And it's like, you can like, say he let, let's, let's pretend that he's just kind of like fine. Yeah. At golf. But he sits there and goes, you know what? I just want to be a contributing player at Stanford. He can probably work hard enough to get there. Yeah. Now, like saying, be like, you know what? I want to be an NCAA champion or I want to win a USAM just like my father. It's like, that's not up to you. Right. And like, like that's what I like. You can always like temper your expectations to a certain extent. And he's started playing young enough where it's like his ceiling is probably pretty high. Will he ever reach it? I don't know. He's also 15 fucking years old. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I didn't make that readily fucking clear. Yeah. Yeah. He's not even in high school. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. He's not even in college, right? He's not eligible to fucking drive a car. Yeah, he's 
three Who years knows away. where he's at in puberty. He's three years away from deciding on a college. He's seven, eight years away from finishing growing. Yeah. And we're evaluating this kid. Yeah. And people are like, see, this is why you shouldn't play, because he made a 12. Do you know how fucking easy it is to make a 12? Yeah, it's really easy, actually. Fucking. <laughs> is there water be, on the hey, hole? <laughs> it can be really easy, and it can be really fucking hard, but sometimes, yeah. easy. Yeah. Now, that being said, I don't know if I've made a 12 in competition. I've definitely made a 10. Definitely made a 9. And everything below. No ones. <laughs> Yeah, I've got two through ten covered. I don't know if I've made an eleven. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got two through ten covered. Well, I'm saying this like I've done this in in events. competition. Yeah, I mean, well, I've never then because I've only I've yeah. in my single competition, my single competitive round. Uh, I shot I shot an eighty six. <laughs> mm. I don't think I've made an 11. I'm just as good as Charlie Woods. Well, don't worry. That round I made that 10, I definitely broke 86. <laughs> Probably shot 82. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it's dumb, right? It is what it comes down to. You're, you're piling on a 15-year-old at the end of the day. So, yeah, I mean, we'll so see. So. We'll see what he turns into, right? He could be great. He could not be. And either way, I think that's probably fine right it, it's not going to affect me at all whether charlie woods ends up yeah like whether charlie woods ends up being great or whether he doesn't even make the pga tour it literally has no effect on my life yep so if he does hey it's a cool story if he doesn't whatever don't care yeah don't care so uh all right um you want to wrap this bitch up you wrap this up. All right. Hear about the Medford firefighters? No, what about? So earlier in the month, 21 out of 23 of them banged out of work. Um, and then because of that, and then the associated sick pay and thus like overtime for like the coverage and whatnot. Yeah. Cost the city like $90,000 or something. Jesus. So, uh, so 21 out of 23, does that mean that there were only two firefighters? Active it might have been over day? a two-day span. Uh, I tried to pull the article and read it fast. So this is, what, this is also what my mother told me. Okay. Um, and I tried to pull the article to read it quickly, but it also like kind of wasn't clear. Yeah. So I think what happened is I'd say like probably half that number banged out one day and then half that number banged out the other day. Okay. Which means if you're supposed to staff 23 you can't split that in half uh amongst the fire stations if you're supposed to staff 23 guys well 11 of them banged out that leaves 12 which means whoever worked say it was on a tuesday well whoever worked monday is now working tuesday so that's overtime right and then all those guys that banged out getting their sick time for that day. Well, now they're covering for the other guys that banged <laughs> out, which is now overtime because it wasn't their shift. Yeah. So I think that's how it kind of worked. Okay. And then the uh, fire chief retired the next day. 
Really? So the, so so it was a coordinated effort. Allegedly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe something was going around. <laughs> so uh, this is not in any article. This is not whatever. Uh, I believe the fire chief is. So obviously he's retiring. Like, was it Gilberti still? Is he? I or did no he? Clue. Did he retire years ago? No idea. He might have retired years. Ago. He was the fire chief when we were in Medford. There's no way. Yeah, I think that's not him anymore. It's probably not him anymore. Uh. And I think the mayor wants to point from outside. Oh, what could go wrong there? So the union wants to hire from within. Right. And I also think the union's operating without a contract right now. Yeah, I see this right here. I just found an article. I just searched Medford Fire Department. The first thing that pops up is an article from the Boston Herald that said Medford mayor broke law during search for interim chief union attorney alleges. Oh, it's a law. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So an attorney for the Medford fire union is accusing mayor Brianna Lungo Cone of breaking the law by offering a firefighter from outside the city to serve as interim chief. Oh, so that's what it was. But the mayor says she's in the right as she followed the city charter. Uh, oh, so it was not Gilberti. The Medford Fire Department has been operating without a chief since John Friedman retired Wednesday after nearly 30 years of service, serving as the department leader in the final two. So he's been the chief for two years. And I guess one of the criticisms is she she does that with everything. She always tries to appoint her own person. She She never wants to hire from within for whatever reason. Yeah. Good way for everybody to fucking hate you. Yeah. Which on which is great because on like another scale, like you like you how you said with the facilities guys, like why would you piss off the firefighters in the DPW? Like I, right. I don't know what I don't know if she did anything to the DPW. I'm just saying that. Right, right, right. But like, but effectively, like those are the facilities and security, right? Like the cops, yeah. right? Your security. Well, cops your, are bad, so we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All cops are bad, right? Um, but firefighters. Yeah, firefighters. Everyone loves the firefighters. If it wasn't for um, teachers, they would be the real heroes. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's, you know, they your facilities, maintenance and and security, right? In a building, like that's the equivalent to firefighters and cops and DPW. That's the thing, like if you're the mayor and it's like, if you're good to the DPW, hey guys, listen, I know I'm going like out of protocol. Could you head down to Main Street and could you just take a look at the road? Well, I don't know. Hey, come budget time, we'll have a conversation. All right, I got a couple guys that can go. But when the mayor hates you, nope, that's not the process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I Jones this hates Jones. Um, yeah, we've got uh, – this article is great. I'm reading through. They talk about uh, – Medford has been divided since a wave of sick callouts within the fire department earlier this month cost the city nearly $100,000. The mayor described the situation as a quote orchestrated event. <laughs> oh, well, it's funny because like good thing you pulled the Herald cuz uh I want to say the city of Medford released an article regarding that. It's like the mayor's going to observe her options uh, regarding the uh sick time policy. Da, 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 da. And it's like Yeah. Lady, you're not getting this. Yeah. 
Like you are like talk about like it, it's the same thing like Uncle Ben on Jemima, like right. It's like okay. So you guys all banged out at sick because you didn't you don't like the way that I'm handling this. So I'm gonna observe uh what the uh sick time policies are and whatnot. It's like, no, you're not getting this. <laughs> Oh, she's trying to take the city off of civil service, too. She's fucking pissing everybody off. Not a good look. But that's pretty funny. Um, classic. So, uh, what are we going here? Uh, my final thought is um, a follow-up on a previous episode. I don't know if it was the last one or the one before that. We were talking about like just people being dumb. Um, and I mentioned like, you know, I work with a lot of smart people, right? Like scientists, right? And we said even smart, like scientists know, you work with can a lot be dumb. Of educated people. Yes, educated people. Educated, so experienced. I texted our group, our group chat with me, you, Jones, and Vinny the other day and went off because I was on a call with some scientists that we just moved into their new building. And we moved them in the last week in January, right? That's when everything was done. By like the first week in February, everything was finalized, getting reinstalled, all that stuff. So we're going on like three weeks since we finished the move. Well, I was on a call the other day and one of the scientists asked, when, um, when are we going to have our, our fridges, you know, up and running and there was just like dead silence on the call and someone from the construction team was like i don't what do you mean like everything should be on site and ready to go and this one scientist goes well yeah everything is here but the fridges aren't plugged in so they're not they're not functioning yet they're not to temperature and i was like what what so the another woman that I work with that, that did the move, I'm texting her on the side being like, are you shitting me? These people have had all of this stuff on site for three weeks and they can't plug it in. They can't bend over and plug in a fridge or a freezer into an outlet in the wall. They literally asked on a call with like 40 people on this call. When is someone going to come into my lab and plug in my freezer? I was like, you uh, have got to be shitting me. It's funny. I just started this new business where I'm a subcontractor where, uh, <laughs> yeah, I go, I, can, I go I from can, pharmaceutical client. I can all plug. Over. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say my job is I can plug in appliances. Yeah. Yeah. I and, plug uh, things in. It's a hundred bucks an hour, which I think is very cheap, uh, especially for Boston. It's a hundred bucks an hour plus expenses. Yep. So, um, yeah, let me know. I'll just, I, I like, I will plug in your appliances. That's what I do. What's, what's yep. your business? I plug in appliances. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's an office space moment, dude. So actually, so here's a question. What did, did someone answer the question? Yes. Yeah, someone was like, ah, uh, yeah, I mean, I can, I can. Get someone to come by and plug them in for you. Should have called me. They were like, yeah, we'll talk to facilities and have someone come and come to the lab and plug them in. But like, 
again, these people are supposed to be smart, right? Allegedly, supposed to be, right? They're, That's they're, why we use we use different words. They're highly educated. There's difference between educated and intelligent. They do scientific work to like cure some awful diseases, but they can't possibly be bothered to plug in a freezer that's been sitting in their lab for three weeks. And instead they wait for three weeks on a call with everyone to say, when is my freezer going to be functioning? Because it's not plugged in. Like what? Like I just, it just absolutely blew my mind that, that, and it wasn't just one person. There was multiple people on that call that were like, oh yeah, ours aren't plugged in either. And I was like, this, this is what we're doing. 97.3% of people are idiots. This is what we're doing. You can't even plug in fridges and freezers. Not that hard. Yeah. So everyone is dumb. Well, that's, uh, that's going to do it for us, uh, for game one here. Um, this is normally where I would say thank you for watching on YouTube, but you're not. So I'll skip that. Not part. yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. You could be once I put this up in a couple weeks. Um, so subscribe if you are watch if you happen to be watching this in the in the future uh, on YouTube. Subscribe uh, up above, so uh, you can uh, also subscribe with whatever audio uh, platform you're on. Uh, if you use Spotify or iTunes, leave us five stars and a review. Um, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is sarcasm speaks. Website sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Then also, uh, yes, Jones is here. Yeah, you can see him. He's got the uh got the the guy right there, the coaster. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, and then while you're buying shit, you can uh check out the show notes below uh and you will see all of the links and promo codes and all of that fun stuff uh to save some money and uh support the uh sponsors of the show will then support us uh so until next time good night everybody